Welcome to the Nashville Fitness Podcast, hosted by doctors of physical therapy, Chris and Ross. Here we're going to dive into all things movement, health, and fitness. And we're going to chat with some local fitness experts and friends about their areas of expertise. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. We are back after a little bit of a break. Uh, we've taken a few months off and uh, figured we'd give you guys a super solid update as to you know, where we've been and what we've been working on. And uh, yeah, we've got some some good stuff on board. So uh, the Nashville Fitness Podcast was kind of birthed out of my practice, uh, which was Momentum Sports Performance and really just our desire to serve our community well and kind of give some new, um, you know, some new insights into uh, fitness, local fitness offerings, as well as, you know, starting to do some of our own original content. And uh, out of some of that, um, you know, now my uh, my business partner, Ross, and I have kind of, we've been chatting back and forth in, in the uh, the background about what the future might hold for us. You know, Ross had a, a practice in Nashville, uh, very similar to, to my practice in which we, you know, our sole desire was to, to get athletes better as quickly as possible uh, to stop you know, the madness of going to PT two or three times a week and getting told you to stop doing whatever activity it is that you loved um, and, and really just changing the game uh, from from a fitness standpoint and kind of blending fitness and PT. And so Ross and I uh, had chatted about that, you know, starting back in December and, uh, he, you know, he owns Be Ready uh, Performance Therapy. And then over the last couple of months, man, we decided that it was going to be more fun to, to do this thing together. And so uh, now the the Nashville Fitness Podcast is brought to you by uh, Be Ready Performance Therapy. So Ross is hanging out with us today as well, and uh, as well as Spencer. So uh, Ross, why don't you uh, say hey and kind of introduce yourself a little bit? I think the only thing that people really need to know today is that we're totally randomly unplanned. All three of us ended up wearing the same shirt, and that just shows. Hey, look at that that in a, in a short period of time that great minds can really come together and get on the same wavelength, you know? I love it. It was destiny. So, yeah, man, you, obviously we are, uh, I am personally incredibly excited about this merger. One of my favorite things about bringing our businesses together was that it really just was a total choice of this is something we want to do. You know, neither... You know, both, both businesses were growing steadily month over month. Um, both kind of had our own, uh, you know, good traction. But then we decided, you know what, it's going to be way more fun to do this thing together. We're going to be able to pool our resources and provide that much more for our patients and for the community. And so, man, I'm just so thankful that this thing has worked out the way it has and that we were able to actually make it happen. Um you know, since I guess maybe majority of your of the listeners of this podcast haven't heard uh, me or Spencer very much, I'll give maybe like a quick snippet of kind of what the start of my business, Be Ready PT, looked like, uh, and then we'll talk about kind of when Spencer came in as well. But um, yeah, you know, went to PT school with the background of fitness. You know, I worked as a personal trainer for a long time with a CrossFit coach for a long time and just kind of had that fitness mindset going into school. And I knew that I probably didn't want to land in one of the more typical settings that physical therapists can often land in, which would be kind of like your outpatient orthopedic clinics or, you know, a lot of therapists will work in a hospital or maybe with, you know, like a neuro setting or something like that. 
And, but, you know, when you say like, oh yeah, I have a background in fitness, people think mostly, okay, you want to go the sports PT route. And people often think about, you know, you're, you know, stretching football players before football games or working with teams and more of your traditional field sports. And don't get me wrong, I, I love the field sports. We spend a lot of people time with people who do those things. But uh, my passion and my expertise really is more like in the realm of fitness, which, um, you know, doesn't follow really in line with a lot of the stuff that uh, happens with kind of your typical sports PT. So during PT school, just studying this model of, you know, how can I spend time one-on-one -on -one with the people that I want to spend time with, helping them continue to train and do fitness. And so uh, over time, you know, found this model of physical therapy, uh, got connected with, you know, one of our, our business mentors, who's a guy named Danny Matei and, um, you know, the guys that he's partnered up with, um, in a, a business mentorship group that Chris and I are both a part of and uh, just kind of took off running from there. It was right out of school, started, started my business. The week, it's a, same it's week, a bold move, man. Yeah. Same week I, I graduated, uh, started this business, um, just hit the ground running and had a blast doing it. Yeah. I think it's important to highlight as well. Like, like why don't you highlight a little bit, like what does that like traditional PT model look like? And like, why are we so against that? And why, why did we start both of our businesses? Like highlight that for some of the listeners. Cause I, I don't think that they appreciate like people just say, well, I got sent to PT it either didn't work for me or yeah, I went two to three times a week and I did the same silly exercises that I see on the internet. Uh, and I'm a little bit better, but maybe I'm not hundred percent. So like, why don't you highlight that a little bit for, for our listeners and kind of why we were so passionate about getting out on our own. Oh man. Yeah. Well, the, the first thing place I usually start is general outpatient PT for all its, um, you know, highs and lows at a base level. It is made to help you get back to being a base level human being, like a functional human person that can exist in society. They're going to help you walk again, they're going to help you move around again, and just make sure you can do your normal stuff. But, you know, the people that we want to work with, they, yeah, they want to be able to function as a basic human, but they also want to be able to do a lot more than the basic human can do. They want to be able to squat with weight, they want to be able to run really far, they want to be able to do like gymnastic things. And, you know, these other clinics just aren't equipped to really help people return to these greater demands. So at a base level, like, you know, we're, we can help people move further down the line to, to that more superhuman level function than the typical clinic. But I mean, we all know, you know, the regular clinic, you're, you know, you'll walk into a big open room. There will often be three to five treatment tables in a big open space. One therapist might be bouncing between two to three different patients, giving exercises to one, doing some hands-on, stuff on another for a few minutes and calling across the room at the third person about what they might be doing. And uh, they're running around like a chicken with their head cut off. And it's not a good experience for the patient. It's not a good experience for the therapist. Um, but insurance companies are after figuring out all these codes and these insurance companies are literally dictating the value of certain services that we provide. So when I've got my patient in front of me, I know I could give them X treatment but I could also give them this other treatment that the insurance company is going to reimburse uh, me better for. And so then there's this conflict of interest of, okay, I could use 
do what I feel like is right by my patient or I can maximize my bottom line. And that model just uh, is garbage. It's not good for anybody. And we wanted to do something where we know we could do the treatments that our patients actually need and not have this financial um, you know, thing just kind of hanging in the background that's making us, uh, giving us an ulterior motive. We wanted to give the most straightforward beneficial care that we could. Yeah, I mean, newsflash that, that the insurance company who's in business to make money for themselves do, does not care about your health, right? They will be very quick to deny coverage, very quick to limit the amount of times that you have visits. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that, you know, some, some people would come in with, you know, 10, 20 visit limitations and they just had surgery and you're just like, you just had surgery. Ten visits is going to get your range of motion back, not not even necessarily get you strong enough to, to be able to lift a barbell overhead again, right? I think the final straw for me in this type of model, yeah, I wasn't as fortunate as Ross. I worked for a year in one of these busy clinics, and I was seeing 20 people a day. That, that in and of itself was a red flag to me, and I was ready to get out ASAP. Uh, but but the biggest thing for me is I had a guy come in. Uh, he had pretty tremendous back pain. He had, had herniated a disc. Uh, at his back and went to see uh, the doc. They did an MRI, pretty much threatened him and said, hey, look, man, you need to go to PT. And if this doesn't get better, like you're going to have to have surgery. I mean, we're talking about a 20-year-old guy, right? Like 20-year-olds don't need to, to have back surgery, right? Let alone for a herniated disc. I mean, we know from the, the numerous amounts of research that we read that 90-plus percent of these things are going to get better with time. We just got to trust the process. But now this patient comes in scared to death. He's going to need back surgery. And, uh, you know, he's like, look, dude, I want to get back to deadlifting like five, 600 pounds. And, and I look around in the clinic and the heaviest weight that I have is a 10 pound dumbbell. I'm thinking, oh, dang, I'm in trouble yeah. if I want this guy to get better. And so, you know, for, for our patients, if you want to continue to go to some of these clinics and I've got, I'm doing, you know, bird dogs and clamshells and some of these other little basic you know, yogi type moves and you're trying to get back to deadlifting 500 pounds and no one watched you deadlift and no one challenged you enough to get there, you're not going to get there unless someone challenges you. And that's, again, one of the big, biggest motivating factors for why Momentum Sports Performance was started, why Be Ready Performance Therapy was started, why we've kind of decided, hey, that old model is broken and and we need to to really be able to serve our community well. And that's this was the way to yeah. do it. So. Yeah, and then Ross, I kind of cut your story off there a little bit, but you know, kind of continued to you know business continued to grow for you, and then obviously we've been uh, lucky lucky enough to merge, and now now Spencer's along with us as well. And uh, so Spencer, man, why don't you give a, a little intro about yourself and kind of kind of how you got got here with us, man? Yeah, man, thank you. So <clears throat> uh, Ross and I's story goes back, uh, I think, to 2017. Um, he and I. Um, originally met at Belmont University, and Chris, that's also where you went to school. So I had a little bit of familiarity with you there. I think by the time you know we were plugged in at Belmont, you were out on on rotation. So I didn't really have the opportunity to get to know you quite as well at that point. Um, you know, but Ross and I seemed to hit it off uh, pretty early on in our you know PT academic career, and our relationship blossomed. You know, over the next three years. Um, it's pretty cool kind of reflecting back on those experiences because from the get-go, you know, when I met Ross, he had a really uh, clear picture of, you know, what he wanted in terms of his PT profession and, you know, uh, just a very clear vision for that. And to kind of see that play out the way that it has, has been, you know, a pretty cool thing. Um, and, you know, all the while, as our relationships were growing in PT school, 
uh, one of the unique things about our little friend group is all of us kind of had a very similar desire as to how we wanted to leave our mark on PT. So, you know, thinking back to that and to see where we're at now, and, you know, we have a couple of other friends that are in very similar um, niches in regards to PT. It's just really cool and beautiful thing. Um, but a little bit about myself. Um, I, like Ross and you, Chris, um, have more of a fitness background. Um, I was a personal trainer for approximately four years um, throughout that undergrad and, and going into PT school time frame. Uh, I played baseball at Belmont, so I have, you know, all of my life I've participated in fitness and in competition, high-level athletics, um, and to be able to implement that into practice has been amazing. Um, right out of school, I worked for Star Physical Therapy, much like a lot of new grads do. You know, you kind of go in, you're forced into, you know, the model that you may not necessarily see yourself in long term um, but you kind of are forced into that realm and in many ways you know it's a blessing uh, it's extremely valuable learning experience and, you know you kind of earn your stripes and learn how to be a PT uh, but on the flip side of that coin um, it further strengthens your desire to change the narrative for what PT is in today's you know society and what the general pop uh, views as PT um, so I joined Be Ready, I think it was August of 2020. Yep. So yeah, I've been with Be Ready for almost a year at this point. Um, time flies. And at, yeah, man. At that time, <clears throat> I was participating in Be Ready on more of like a part-time basis, two to three times a week. Still had my foot in the corporate world. Um, had a really strong desire to get out of it, but you know, familial circumstances, things like that didn't quite allow me to do that yet. Um, but as soon as that door opened for me to come on full time, I jumped wide, you know, I jumped right through it. Um, it's been a great thing and the growth has been, you know, awesome to be a part of. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to be here today. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a blast, man. It's fun watching, you know, how that momentum and, and how be ready is kind of both just, just grew together. And now we're going to be able to carry this momentum, uh, forward and, and together. And that's going to be the cool thing. Uh, you know, just how much reach uh, that we're, we're going to have. I, I think a recurring theme that all of us have said in this conversation so far, and we'll kind of wrap up on, on this note, like all of us have said like, Hey, I, like we want to, to change the, the PT game, right? Like we want to change it up a little bit. So like, what does that mean? Like we'll kind of bounce off everybody here. Like what does it mean to change the game? And like, what makes us a little bit different uh, than everyone else. We've obviously alluded to it a little bit already, but uh, yeah, man, let's just let's just go down the line here and everyone chat about like what does that mean to to, to be different to to kind of change the game here a little bit. Yeah, man. I think you know for me, honestly, changing the game means making PT what it was supposed to be. So it's almost like reverting back to what it should have been and not what it's uh, sadly become. And that's that you know we have a pretty high level of education. Uh, you know, we do have. Funny enough, doctorates actually in physical therapy. Not a lot of people know that. Um, there's a, a doctorate, doctorate level, um, you know, degree, and we're meant to be the premier provider for any kind of movement dysfunction. And somewhere along the way, it's just become this thing where, you know, people kind of run through like a mill, and you just see one patient after another, and the quality has gotten really low, and it's you know, kind of run into this wrong business model. And by running Be Ready Performance Therapy, the way that we get to run it now, 
we get to be that premier movement professional that people can rely on to answer the questions about their movement that they need answered to address musculoskeletal injuries and ultimately to help people get back to performing in reaching the goals that they want to reach. So, um, yeah, I, I just see this as a making it what it always should have been, not even necessarily doing something new. Boom. I love that. Right. That's great. Spencer, hit it, man. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I immediately think back to a patient example. I legitimately had a patient in the middle of my session I was treating for a knee replacement at the time, you know, we were four to six weeks out from that. Um, and we all know how a post-op knee replacement can go in that setting. It's, it's as, you know, it's as straightforward as it gets. Um, but at, at that point in time, he looked around in the clinic and there were four, five other people doing the exact same thing that he was doing. He looked at me and yeah, he looked at me and asked, he's like, do you ever get tired of this? Like, this seems like it would be really boring. And, and I had to be straight up honest with him at that point in time. I was like, yeah, man, this is, um, it's something else in that. Like <laughs> when you look around and you're kind of in that situation and you realize, you know, it, it sometimes falls into this really cookie cutter and generic thing. And that is to have somebody, you know, bring that to light and, you know, kind of call, not call my hand, but kind of call because it wasn't me directly, but just kind of bring that to the forefront. You know, it's, it's sad that that is how PT is perceived because as Ross said, we are equipped to provide an extremely valuable product um, for the musculoskeletal and movement systems. And that, you know, that watered down narrative of what physical therapy is today is not what we were educated and equipped to provide the people. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of like been my experience with that. And, you know, I thought immediately back to that patient example when you brought this up and, and how we are different from that is, you know, everything that we do is so individualized to our athletes or our patients' movement, their functional goals, their goals with life. You know, it is, it could not be any more opposite from a cookie cutter generic program. Every single patient that walks through our door is going to do something different. And I think that's beautiful. I think that individualized approach um, and truly that just uh, the value in that for the person is, you know, you can't put a, a price on that. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true, man. It's like, <clears throat> I, I experienced some similar stuff where you look around and everyone's doing the same thing, whether they're 20 years old or whether they're 65. And like, that's a, that's an issue. It's like our skill set is almost like, it's like a, a Ferrari, like sitting in rush hour traffic, right? Like it, it's trying to hit that like top end speed and suddenly it cannot go anywhere because it is stuck in traffic. And like, that's what I liken the old PT model to is like, it is a messed up world. That's a good where, image. Where we just, yeah. Like we just don't like, we've got this skill set and, and ability to really like diagnose and, and, and be able to treat some of these major issues. And we've got the skill set to do it. We just don't have the capability to do it. And, yeah, I mean, I think for me, uh, you know, thinking about about that question is like, man, if I can prevent one more person from from failing, um, you know, failing conservative care, right? They'll go see somebody. They'll it will be labeled as con you know failed conservative care, and they'll be under the knife having surgery in, in no time, right? And there's 20 and 30 year old people who are having shoulder uh, you know, rotator cuff repairs and freaking low back procedures. And that's just going to set them up for multiple issues moving forward, right? Anytime we open up 
and, and get into a surgery like that stuff can lead to issues later on down the road. And if we can prevent somebody by catching those things early, right? That's why we get out and we teach workshops. That's why we get out and we do injury screens. That's why we do this podcast and post all this stuff on social media. And so if we can give one more person the tips and the tools to, to catch these things early, and, and if it's like, man, my shoulder moves like crap, and if you can start stretching that shoulder a little bit more on a regular basis or I can get my rotator cuff stronger, and that prevented you from having surgery, then like – that was a freaking win in my book. And, yeah. and we catch those things all the time now, right? And, and because we have the capability to actually do a good solid workup and spend an hour with our patients, we can sit and actually get to the nitty gritty of it. Or look, you've got back pain with deadlifts. And if you went and saw somebody and they just took an MRI of your back and they didn't actually watch you deadlift, I don't care. You need to fire that provider like yesterday and go find somebody else. Yeah. Because if somebody doesn't fix your deadlift form, that isn't going to get you where you want to go. And it's the same thing with, with our profession PTs as well, right? If somebody is just dry needling your back and they didn't or, or doing adjustments or doing whatever it is on your low back and they didn't watch you move, this problem will continue to come back. And that is they have created a dependency at that point, right? We want to create independent athletes and individuals who can get out and, and, and have more life, right? They can get out. They can deadlift whatever they want. They can lift and do whatever they want with and they feel super strong, they feel super stable, they feel confident and empowered. And that's the biggest thing that we want to focus on in our practice and, and really why, you know, why we, we merged our practices because we had the exact same mission and vision in mind. And uh, man, I'm stoked to see uh, all the good things to come. Yeah, man, to, to use a phrase that Chris uses at least once a day, I think. Uh, we're going to the moon. To the moon, let's go. <laughs> To the moon. Boots on the moon. Let's go. Oh, man. Well, uh, guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Uh, we are about to get back on this thing on a re really regular basis. Going to be a ton of original content, us chatting through some of the things that our social media uh, will be blowing through, some of our, our blogs we're going to be getting into as well. So, you know, if you like this content, uh, feel free to comment. Feel free to reach out to us. Let us know what you want to hear about. We're going to continue to publish quite a few few things we'll continue to do some interview style stuff with some other providers in the area as we think that that's going to bring some good knowledge but really our, our passion is to bring you some original content and uh, really just flesh out some of the ideas and, and some of the conversations we have with our patients on a regular basis and, and again if we can prevent you from um, you know having being sidelined and having an injury uh, through things like this podcast and our other social channels um, I'd love if you shared that stuff with your friends and uh, man we can't wait to continue to help and serve you guys uh, and, and look forward to all the good stuff to come See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Nashville Fitness Podcast. This podcast was brought to you by our local physical therapy practice, Be Ready Performance Therapy. Head over to Instagram or our website. You can find us online at BeReadyPT.com or on Instagram at BeReadyPT. On our website as well as on Instagram, we'll have a bunch more great content in which we dive into things a little bit deeper on our blog as well as through our videos on Instagram. If you have any questions or comments of what you might like to hear or might like us to discuss on the podcast, please shoot us an email, chris at bereadypt.com or ross at bereadypt.com. It's our passion to answer your questions, so please don't hesitate to shoot us an email or a direct message. Also, we'd love it if you rated and subscribed to our podcast so that we can continue to make this podcast the best it can be.